Welcome to the Movement Made Better podcast, powered by Stick Mobility. We are your hosts, Dennis Dunphy and Neil Valera. Welcome, everyone. Uh, in this episode, we are going to be discussing at-home training options. As everybody knows right now with the current events and the situation we're in, social distancing is a thing. So gyms are closed. Yep, man. And uh, yeah, just trying to stay safe, right? Yeah. Being aware. Now, as far as in-home training options, body weight training, calisthenics, right? So if you're at the house and you don't have tools, so to speak, whether kettlebells, uh, you know, sticks, whatever, your body is its best load. Yeah. I mean, look at gymnasts, climbers, martial artists, you know, look at the kind of functionality and the physiques they have. So train your body and train how to deal with you. Uh, a lot of people tend to want to lift external loads before they even know how to deal with their own load and how to deal with their own load with lunging, squatting, moving upstairs, uh, pushing and pulling. So you have different systems out there. So for us, if you're, if you're new to the fitness, the health and fitness industry and you're looking for something that we would recommend would give you a system behind it, something that you can progress into. Uh, so things like Original Strength has a great platform for you to get into. Uh, Z Health is another one that has a great platform for you to get into. Uh, Animal Flow has a great job of creating a system of body weight movements. And then for if you're interested in gymnastics training, you got gymnastic bodies out there. That's real good. Yeah. So these are all programs that you can look up. Uh, they have content online for free, but they also have paid content. They do have online coaching platforms, so that's another option that these companies are, are offering to you. So go. you want to, even though you can't be face-to-face with a professional, you still want to get professional oversight or advice or, or guidance in this situation. You don't want to go into this blindly, so to speak, right? Yeah, because you know what? What will happen with when you join one of these programs is you'll just get a nice progression mm-hmm. to, to get yourself going at the right level and right speed. Another thing we can do, too, as far as uh, bodyweight training, Dr. Emily Splickle, too, uh, her evidence-based fitness academy. So she's a barefoot training specialist. Now that you're at home, you got your shoes kicked off, let's get those feet back in touch with the ground, right? So she's a fantastic source to look up. Another one, too, are the guys up north in Canada. You can look at the uh, Foot Collective. They do some fantastic teaching for foot health. Uh, remember, as bipedal humans, as bipedal organisms, our feet are locked to the floor. We move through there. We lift through there. So we have to understand how those feet need to integrate with the ground, folks. All right? Yeah, I think one more thing we could add in there is um – Doing isometrics with oh, that's right. with yes. just basic things you have around the just house. You. So a towel. Yeah. Pulling apart on a towel. Pulling apart on a towel, you know, wrapping the towel around something sturdy mm-hmm. and just cranking on it as hard as you can. You know, pushing against the wall. Try to push that thing over. You know, change your stance. You could push into the wall with your forearm, you could push into the wall with your hands. You know, do these six to ten second maximum holds. And you uh, build some serious strength. Yeah. If you have a kitchen counter, folks, your kitchen counter is not just to set food on. 
Yeah, you can push yourself up on your kitchen counter. Uh, you can try to lift up on your kitchen counter, put your hands underneath the kitchen counter and try to pull up on it. You're doing a bicep curl, right? And if you get into a lunge position or a squat position, if you can get deep enough and get your hands under the lips of that counter and you can push up out of there, there's your deep squat press, right? Yep. So you're in your squat, you're coming out into your press motion. Uh, those are things that I do personally when I get into, when I'm in a hotel and I don't have any, and I want to get a quick workout in, man, I use walls all the time, door jams. Folks, you can push and pull against a door jam. Um, in your closet, if your closet, your shelf that you stick stuff up on top, if that's sturdy enough, I do pull-ups. I hang from the closet. Uh, I'll check, when, especially when I get in a hotel. I'll, that's one of the first things I check. How sturdy is this? And then I'll put, I'll have my feet on the ground, and I'll grab the lip of the shelf, and I'll start to put weight on there, and I check and see how sturdy it is. And there's a lot of there's a lot of times I'll I'll full on be doing pull ups easily nice. from that from that shelf in the in the uh, closet. I know hotel owners are like, what the hell? But uh, it, I use what I have at my disposal, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if your fingers are strong enough and your doorway strong enough, you can do. Pull up oh, on the door frame too. Right? I mean, and you got a tiny little lip, right, yeah. of about an inch, maybe even less than that. So, I mean, that's rock climber status. But if you have that ability, and you start somewhere, you may maybe you get to that point where you can hang from the lip of that uh, door jam above you. Uh, some of the other things that we can recommend when you're at home, dancing. Dancing's fantastic. And no one's going to see you. Exactly, right? So. If you're embarrassed to dance at a club, you sure as hell shouldn't be embarrassed to dance in your own damn house. So just pull up a YouTube video and follow along. Follow along. My wife and I, Sherry and I, we did uh, we f- we followed on YouTube some salsa. Uh-huh. So we started doing a little bit of that. Folks, check it out. YouTube's got a shitload of content for dancing. And, and step-by-step instructional dancing, right? And so... It's a, it's fun. It's, it's, it's easy. Uh, there's a ton of content out there. No matter what style you want, play around with all sorts of different styles. Whether it's salsa, whether it's line dancing, country line dancing, whether it's uh, ballroom dancing. You have all these different platforms. If you want to get into hip hop, these are all different options, right? But you can find step by step instructionals. Oh yeah. Or you know you just mess around like yesterday my wife my wife and my daughter you know we're listening to something that my daughter really liked and we just start dancing and you watch her kind of copy you and it's fun right so and and that leads us into the other thing if you have kids there's your best workout tool yeah, just go run around and chase them you know right? that, that's been a, a silver lining in all this right I've been able to spend a lot more time with my daughter my wife um, yeah. yeah and you know being with a two year old for a whole day that's a workout <laughs> right oh yeah because she she's oh, all she's, over the place yeah she's all over the place she's all over the place she's active she's right? constantly moving that's awesome so i'll try to get outside we'll go in the garage and you know got the little gym in there she'll hang on the rings and you know play around have some fun get on the floor do some movements and like i said you'll be tired in fact, parents zonk out way quicker than the kids. The kids are like, what the hell's wrong with you? Come on, let's go, let's go, let's oh, go. for sure. Right? They're looking for that, right? Uh, if you do have tools at your house that you can use, some people have kettlebells. Some people have full gym systems at their house. Now's the time to take advantage of that. 
I know some people out there got those treadmills that there's clothes hanging off of them. That's that treadmill's there for a reason. Why don't you start using it, right? Yeah, lift those clothes off the treadmill. All right, and start sprinting. Start sprinting, right? <laughs> so, or lift the treadmill up overhead, <laughs> or move the treadmill around. Right? Oh yeah. You want to work out, folks? Even if you don't have weights at your house, you have furniture. Yep. That's weights. So if you want to get a weight, uh, a, a loaded loaded movement session in. Start moving that couch around. Yeah, rearrange your rearrange your house. Right for a day. If you for like, you don't like it, change it up. The next change day. it up. Kitchen tables, dining room tables, moving that stuff around. Chairs, sofas, ottomans. Lift it, carry it. Right. That is loaded movement, folks. And it's offset loaded movement. It's not balanced. It's not what you're used to dealing with at the gym. So it's going to give you that real life necessity that you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. You've got to maneuver your body in the right way so that. You don't get injured. All right. Hell, even go up and down the stairs with some light furniture. Start there, light furniture, go up and down the stairs, and then if you can handle that well, start picking up heavier furniture and moving it up and down the stairs. Well, trust me, folks, your ass will be sweating pretty <laughs> freaking quickly, man. And it may not even take that long. For some people, a half hour, they'll be zonked. Yeah. If that, they may be drenched within 15, 20 minutes of actually picking up real weight. Right versus sitting in a gym picking up perfectly balanced weight. No, for sure, man. Right, so we have other options. Also, some people have TRXs, suspension training. Get those hooked up to your door in your doorway and start going through the online content that TRX offers for your house for in-home training. That's a fantastic option. We can also look at dumbbells and mace uh, mace bells. Sorry, mace bells are getting more, more popular. So. Uh, we have on it that has mace bell content out there. Kelly Manzone. Kelly Manzone. If you're yeah. on Instagram, follow at Kells Bells. At Kells Bells. Yeah, she's got a lot of content out there, yeah. some good stuff. She's uh, one of our stick mobility coaches, great person. Uh, she can walk you through. She has a lot of content. She can take you through the basics of how to deal with the mace bell, what you're looking, what you're looking to accomplish with that, and what the purpose of it is, right? Um, another thing we can do too, we have parallettes. Uh, some people look, uh, if you look at what parallettes are, they're the bars that look like a horseshoe, so to speak. Uh, Mark Liebert, uh, the Liebert equalizers, uh, you'll see those out there. He has content out there for in-home training. The equalizers are great for doing everything, pushing, pulling, uh, help you with assisted squats assisted lunges for especially for people that don't have very strong hips or don't have very good foot footwork the Liebert equalizers and and the suspension trainers those two things will really help you assist uh, your squatting and your lunging platforms yeah and if you're not able to do you know a full push-up off the ground then you can use those parallettes too yeah to so help you you know it'll it'll take some load off your off your body weight so you can start there or you could start on a couch or a table, on too. On a couch. Oh, the nice thing I like about the parallettes is it for push-ups, it puts the wrist in neutral position. So that's a biggie, too. So for people that don't have very good wrists or aren't used to loading the wrists, when you put your wrist in that 90-degree angle, that's where the tissues are not used to it. You may have some uh, 
structural pathology that's that's uh, creating some pain in the wrist tissue in the wrist area. So if that's the case, the parallettes will keep the wrist in a neutral position, so way less stress because the angles are equal on both sides. So that's another reason why you would maybe want to look at something like that to do body weight push-ups with. You know, if you have sticks, then, you know, go to our YouTube channel too, and we've got a ton of video. We've got probably 215 or 220 videos, different exercises, different flows. Uh, And we would recommend you use something like uh, pick two or three lower body uh, drills that we have versus we have our squats we have the dunphy squat we have the lunges we've got our hanging hanging drills, drills uh, but we have our single leg rdl series those are things that you can say okay i'll do three or four of those exercises and then pick some upper body hanging pushing pulling drills that we that we have and then maybe pick one or two stretches afterwards and that should set you just fine right yeah. there so i'll give you about six seven different things to do and probably take you, if you go through that series, so let's say three or four rounds. Yeah, take you about 20, 20 to 30 minutes. Or, you know, if Maybe you really want to challenge yeah. yourself, you go for 45 to an hour. Yeah, right. So uh, Other tools, the Viper Pro. Uh, that's another, it's, uh, another tool that is a great tool. Uh, if you look up IOM, Institute of Motion, Michelle Dahlcourt, they are the makers of the Viper and the Viper Pro. Look at their pl- training platform also. I think you'll be very happy with that. Um, and if you're not familiar with them, they're doing, you know, you're doing um, loaded movement and a lot of leverage training. Yeah, leverage training, a lot of shifting, uh, which is necessary in all human movement, which a lot of trainers don't really talk about. They A lot of trainers try to prevent you from shifting. Uh, so, but shifting is a very natural part of what needs to be done when we're pull when we're grabbing a sandbag off to the side, right? We shift our weight to deal with that load, and then as we pull it, we shift the weight back to our center. So these are all things that we want to we have to be good at. Uh, so IOM is really good at teaching you the, the importance of of lever training and and shifting and and doing what and they have their they call the four quadrants. So once you look that platform up, and I know they have their own app. TRX has their own app. Um, sandbag training. Uh, Josh Henkin has his DVRT. He's got his app, I believe, too. So he's got an online platform. So once again, there's a lot of different options out there, folks. Just going outside for a walk or a hike. Yeah, I mean, I think I think walking is an underrated exercise, wouldn't you say? It's the first it's the really the if you think about it, it's the first form of exercise. I mean, you yeah, you train for about a year to walk. Yeah. You know. You know, your you watch your daughter develop that ability, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, she started walking around probably around 10 or 11 months, but that's that's what they do. They watch you and they're like, "I want to do that." History of the Human Body by David Lieberman. He talks about the our ancestors uh, used to walk probably about eight to ten miles on a daily basis, and unfortunately, in today's society, at least in here in the U.S., it's like an achievement if somebody hits two to three miles a day. Yeah, because what is what is ten thousand steps? That's like f- around five miles, depending on how tall you depending are. Depending about how tall you are. Yeah. So, yeah, walking is, is really one of the most vital things you can do. Um, I mean, it helps reset your energy systems, which is a big thing that people kind of uh, forget about, your resting metabolic rate. 
getting your heart rate slightly elevated during a nice, long, continuous walk is a great way to reset your energy systems. And what we mean by that is how much stored fat versus sugar are you burning at rest? Okay. Uh, One of our mentors, Mike DeMora, years ago taught us about resting metabolic rates. And he said, hey, you should be burning at rest about 80% stored fat to 20% sugar. And I know when I personally got tested, when he tested me for my RMR, I was at 50-50. And uh, Mike's uh, recommendation to me was, hey, I want at least a half hour of nonstop walking. You're going to keep your heart rate right at about 110 to 115. And when I retested again with him 30 days later, I had reversed that. I had improved that to an 80-20 split just in 30 days. Nice, man. So when you see something like that, it really drives home how effective simplicity can be. And I think that's one of the things is we talk about all the time for people that know Neil and I. We we talk a lot about how overcomplicated things can be and really taking a more simplistic approach really most times is most effective. And when you're getting outside, the other thing that you're doing too, especially when you go hiking, is you're getting different terrains. So you're getting that interval style training. You're going to be going uphill, heart rate's going to escalate, and then you're going to go downhill, heart rate's not going to be escalated, it's going to drop, but you're also going to have to really work deceleration, which is going to take a lot more effort than what you might think. Yeah, and the great thing about hiking is that you have to be – you know, mentally engaged or else you'll fall over. And like Dennis was saying, you got to deal with this different terrain. So, you know, your ankles, your knees, your hips are having to shift in different directions. You've got to balance. Um, so, you you know, you're working a lot on that proprioception there. Another thing, too, is when you get outside, you get fresh air. Uh, Kevin Carr talks a lot about, through his CFSC, uh, talks a lot about just getting outside on a daily basis. Stress reduction, huge, right? Oh, yeah. Just spending, you know, time in nature, man. Yeah. And getting away from artificial lights, getting away from noise pollution, huge stressor that a lot of people undervalue is noise pollution. And it's kind of funny because when people don't have noise, they freak out. They don't know how to handle that, right? People come into the gym, they're like, where's my music? And I'm like, no, this is your one time when you're not going to get music. You know, in my gym, I don't play music because I want you to be in tune with you. I want to hear how you're breathing. I want you to hear how you're breathing. I want to, I want you to listen to what you really experience, everything that your body's going through when you're training. Get more in tune with what we're supposed to be in tune with. So if we look at one of the best ways to stay healthy uh, when we're by ourselves, hiking or just walking. Another option, too, if you're looking to stay fit during this time of isolation, we also have your running options, right? Runners are runners. They like to get out and run. Uh, If you have uh, the ability to get out and run but you're not used to it, definitely start to integrate it slowly. Don't go do a little run-walk. A little run-walk, interval it, right? Yeah, run run till you're kind of out of breath and then walk till your heart rate gets all the way down. Do it again. Try to do it. You know, you start out, try to do this for 15 minutes. Yeah. And the big thing with that is even though that may seem too easy, it's just do it consistently. And over time, 
the duration of your run walk will get longer and then the duration of that that um time between running and walking will get shorter too yeah and, and you remember your your body if your body's not used to running it has a lot of adaptation to undergo right away so we're talking connective tissue has to be strengthened because it's not used to the uh, the impacts. It's not used to absorbing the impact, and it's not used to applying the force to propel you into your next stride, though, either. So these are things that you want to pay attention to that a lot of people, the general public, just don't think about. Uh, but when you get injured, your connective tissue is where you're most likely getting injured, so you want to make sure that that connective tissue has time to adapt. And we could be talking three to six weeks for that to be serious adaptation to be able to handle higher levels of running, if not more. So I think those are our pretty much our precursors as far as our recommendations, I should say, as far as what you can do at home and things of ways to stay healthy at home. You'll be burning lots of calories, folks, and you'll be getting a lot of good work in. So any last thoughts, brother? Um, you know, I think everyone should just try to follow the these guidelines from the WHO and the CDC and just try to keep our our fellows humans safe. Yeah, I as agree. much as you can. I agree. You know, so. Everyone's going through this, mm -hmm. and you know we all want to make it out together. I think it's peeling back and getting us back to basics, so to speak. It's uh, getting helping us get reconnected with some people that we maybe have lost touch with. Uh, so that's a good thing. Uh, Reestablish some relationships that you may have lost uh, a, a firm grip of. Now you can reestablish those. Um, so that's something that uh, I think you have to look at as a benefit of, of what's going on right now. So until then, until our next episode, everybody out there, stay safe and be good to each other. 